Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop. Listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now... Here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast Minor and Major League Edition. Since we've been uh, not doing the Minor one, we wanted to throw that in tonight since three of the four people are done. And tonight, let me forget all of our stuff, we are on the Fans First Sports Network. You can find them at fansfirst.com. Also, we are on the Premier Health Sol- or Premium Health Solutions, sorry, uh, online studio. We are sponsored by Waltons, which hello Waltons, everything but the meat. And uh, of course, you can find us on X. You can find me at VDeter seventy five. Yeah, that was a fail. <laughs> it's all right. People love fails Hello. more than they love it when we succeed. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if we were always good, it, this show would be boring. Mm-hmm. All right, so Dieter 75 CJ, where can they find you? At CJB underscore RR. 
And you can find us at the Ranger Report on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, other places. We're everywhere. TheRangerReport.com, of course. Buy stuff. Patreon. Uh, buy me a coffee if you just want to throw five bucks our way. We'll take it. Uh, Walton's does a great job sponsoring us, but we need more money because we're trying to go to spring training in March, and that's not cheap. Trying to go to spring training, and I mean, shoot, we'd love to be doing this daily. Yeah, that would be so. great. We would love to be doing this for a living. But anyway, mm-hmm. let's start tonight with our minor league stuff. Let's start with the team that is still playing, and that's the Round Rock Express. So the Round Rock Express played their last regular season game today. They finished with the record of, I just told you, 89 and 60, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a pretty good record. I mean, that's that's a pretty good season. 29 games above team. 500, yeah. Yeah, I, I can live with that, so. And all they right, and all 89 wins in that league. They did. They did, actually. So 89 and 60 had a really good year, led. Uh, I mean, just was great all year long. They had a couple of slow spots, but they had a, a streak in there where they won. You remember what it was? Was it 12 in a row or 10 yeah, in a it row? Was, I mean, it was, it was it ridiculous. Double digits. Yeah, it was a lot of wins in a row. So, And that really pushed them through. They're in the playoffs, which start this week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But we wanted to highlight a few players, and I wanted to start with the guy who started at Hickory and played there for like two weeks, and then went to Frisco, and played there for like two weeks, and then got called up to Round Rock, and now he's been there, and that's Wyatt Langford, the uh, draft pick from 2023 this year. Langford has had 19 at-bats at Round Rock, um, and he is hitting, are you ready for this? 368, a 538 on-base percentage, a 526 slugging percentage, and a 1064 OPS in and those, playing excellent defense too, out and playing field. excellent defense. Yeah. So uh, I mean, he's walked six times in nineteen at bats. That, that's that's pretty good, right there. And he's stolen three bases, by the way, as well. So yeah, it'd be six six times in twenty five plate appearances. Then yeah, six times in twenty five plate appearances, he has walked. And you don't see a young guy come in that young with that little pro experience, pro ball period. Yeah, and number one, thunder through the. The minor league system, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he basically just jumped one, two, three, just right yeah. through the whole thing. He just had a cup of coffee with a couple with with Hickory and yeah. and and Round Rock. And then he's like, hey, here I am in or Hickory and Frisco. And now he's yeah. now he's up in Round Rock and he's he's doing the same things he was doing at all the, the other two levels. And then, you, you know, you're going to get the I mean, you can't talk about Round Rock right now without talking about White Langford. You just no, you definitely cannot. You definitely cannot. It's it's a meteoric, I mean, Mike Trout type rise. Yeah. The way he's just blowing through the system. He, he was just drafted a few months ago. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago at all. And, wasn't it? and if you look at his time at Frisco, let's look back there real quick. Hold on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. You're but at Frisco, the dude was, uh, had 42 at bats, official at bats. Uh, he had four homers, eight RBIs. He walked only four times at uh, at Double A, but he hit two fifty six, three sixty, five eighty one, and of course he had those four home runs, and he just ripped through there. I mean, like it was no problem whatsoever. He he hit had eleven hits, scored eleven runs. I mean, just you know, basically he played in eleven games and he had eleven hits, so he basically got to hit every game he played in. But the dude just at every level, like you said, was uh, was unstoppable. Yeah, and in Frisco, uh, he had eighty seven at bats. Yeah, sorry. Five, or five, in Hickory, yeah. In Hickory, I'm sorry. Yeah, Eight, yeah. yeah. 57 at-bats, or 87 at-bats, eight doubles, two triples, five homers, 15 walks, or 15 RBIs, 18 walks, and a three thirty three batting average. Yeah, I started a Langford watch there when he was yeah. in Hickory, but I just ran out of time to do it because, you know, my day job started, and I didn't have time to keep up with everything every day, but... You know, and also you can't talk about it. And I know there's a guy you're going to talk about in a minute, but I wanted to mention Davis Wenzel, who hit his 30th home run today. 30 homers, 74 RBI, 77 walks, uh, you know, 236, 361, 477 slash with an 838 OPS. Uh, just like you mentioned earlier, kind of, who did, who, did, who did you say he kind of reminds you of? Kind of, the, the, his stat line kind of reminds me of Adolis Garcia. Yep. Not yeah. really a high average guy. No. But, He's getting on. I mean, his OPS is eight thirty eight. Yeah, which that's you'll take that. But for a oh, guy yeah. that's not, oh, yeah. that hasn't been hitting, you know, he's just he's hitting under two fifty. Well, he, he's finally been healthy this year, and it's yeah, he's finally been healthy. He's got he had his thirtieth home run, like you said, seventy four RBIs. Yep. That's a pretty darn good season in the minor leagues. You know, yeah, for a team that won eighty nine games, he he definitely contributed. 
to that team winning the 89 games. Yeah. So he, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> he's another, another infielder that, and now, now the outfield's crowded. I mean, yeah. the infield and the outfield, oh, yeah. the, out, the infield's completely blocked. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the outfield, now you're, you, you're going to have people saying to bring up, you know, Langford. Mitchell. Yeah. White Langford. And yeah, look, you, you got your wish with Evan Carter. I didn't think Evan Carter would be in the majors this year, but I didn't see the, the, so many injuries out there happening. Well, if, if Garcia and wouldn't have got hurt, I don't think I Evan don't Carter would have got called him. up. Yeah, no. I don't either. But there, I mean, there was nobody else to, I mean, no. if they tried the JPR Martinez experiment, it didn't work out initially. And he did okay, but he didn't he do, did he okay. didn't, he didn't do what, what, uh, what Evan Carter's doing. Not even close. Um, no. Evan Carter's, proven to already be a game changer yep he, he really has and well he basically hit the game winning home run today since his, yeah, his shot was the that, one that that won the game yeah luckily the offense didn't settle that didn't didn't settle for, yep. for when they got that big early lead yeah they, i mean how many home runs did they hit today six six, six home runs golly we'll and talk about I, that in the major yeah, league we'll, side we'll, though yeah we'll talk about that yeah davis wenzel uh, a pretty darn good year. 30, 30 yeah. home runs and 74 RBIs. I don't care if it's in Round Rock or, or Hickory or down east or in Texas uh, with, or in Arlington. That's pretty That's pretty good. You want to see the average come back up? Because if the average does come up, then his OPS goes over 1,000. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. He's, he's He had a great year. And I know. Just happy he was healthy to get all that experience. Yep. And former show guest you wanted to talk about that also had a really good year. Uh, yeah. Justin Foskey has been raking in the uh, month of September. Yeah. He's got uh, 16 runs scored, 10 doubles, five homers, 25 RBIs, 291 batting average. And over the past four games, he's at least gotten one hit. Yep. In fact, let's see here. He is six for 19 in his last four games. That's pretty darn good, and he's got two homers in there. Uh, one was a grand slam the other night. Yep, and he's he's looking like he's just about ready to be a major league player again. Yep, the infield's blocked. So, what are you going to do there? This this off season is going to be just. I know we we've said this each year for the past two years, and now coming into the third year of of. The, the the get out go out and make moves and acquire guys or 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 call guys up or try to just yeah. roster management. This is the third year in a row we're like this off season's going to be crazy because you've yep. got to you got to squeeze that forty man roster down. Yep. And what are you going to do? Where's Cole Wynn going to be? Yeah. You know who? Where's JP Martinez going to be? Where's uh, Elia Hernandez going to be? Who by the way broke uh Round Rock Express record ye the other day. I believe it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, it's most single season hits yep. in Round Rock Express hit, hit history. 163 yep. hits this year. He's, he's uh, 165. Crazy. He finished with 165. Well, yeah, he had two today. Yeah, he had two today. So, so he finished with 165. But he broke the record yesterday. He yeah. broke the record yesterday. But he, he yeah, he, he, tore it up all year long he's yeah. he's another one of those quadruple a players uh, yep. and we didn't get the team this year at all that's a no, guy that i would have no. expected them to call up instead of carter because yeah. earlier had previous experience and Correct. was tearing it up at triple a but i'm not complaining <laughs> no i'm not well he wasn't on the 40 man anymore either so that's why, right that's so, why it was it was carter so yeah and earlier earlier made a name for himself for sure and yeah i think whatever decisions they make coming down to next year it'd be hard to let a guy like that go and i'll go yeah. ahead and say uh i'm gonna pull up some stats just well, and I, I got one more i want to talk about too go ahead yeah i want to talk about robert duggar but you go ahead well, i got one more i want to talk about and that is our good friend uh blaine Krim, who we've had on the show blaine many times Krim. we've had him a couple times we had justin foskey a couple times or yep. once once yeah but blaine Krim this year i mean everywhere uh blaine Krim has been he is hit and it didn't stop here at round rock this year. 22 homers, 85 RBIs. He walked 71 times. Uh, he had 494 at bats and he hit 289, 385, 506 with an 891 OPS. I mean, 
that dude has never gone at any level and not hit. He at some point, I think if you take him in the majors, I think he'll hit too. But it's just where's he going to play for the Rangers? I think he's a guy that's going to be a casualty uh, at some point. But which I hate to see because we love having him on the show, and that dude is like such a great guy, and he's got like I mean his bat. He's not the best defender in the world, but man, he can hit the baseball. That's a that's a guy. I mean, like you just said. He- Going into the season, you just knew what to expect. He's very yeah. You knew he was going to hit. Yeah, he's very consistent. I mean, you rarely, you rarely saw him go into a slump. Is kind of what I'm saying. You knew that every night he's going to give you good at bats, and he's like you said, he's going to hit. And I mean, I mean, that's what you that you will take that on a big league club any day of the week. Yeah, a guy that you know that's going to go out there and is going to perform for you, no, no matter yeah. what. So yeah, it's and Blaine Krim has been that so guy fun. at every single level and in the Dominican when he goes there and the Dominican. He, <laughs> yeah. He said yeah. he wasn't going to go last year and then he ended up. Yeah. Going. And then he, and then he went. Yep. And then he went and he tore it up just like usual. <laughs> he tore up, That dude's yep. had more at bats probably than almost anyone in baseball over the last three years. He probably does. He probably yeah. does. And but man, just he, he's a dude that I've always rooted for. I always want to see, but I just don't know what, where the Rangers would put him unless I mean, unless, you know, I know Garver's not coming back, but I still don't think he'd even be the DH. I think that's going to be Sam Huff on the days he's not catching. So I just don't see a place for Blaine Krim unless Nate Lowe. I mean, yeah, unless Nate and Nathaniel Lowe goes down with a major injury and is going to miss most of the season. Or Josh Young, which we don't want to. I mean, we're happy to have him back. Obviously, the the broken was a thumb, left thumb on his left. Yes. Uh, left, left. Yeah, thumb. on his on his catching hand. Yeah, his left his thumb. Catching hand. So, yeah. Yeah, we just we want to keep want to keep keep uh, everybody healthy. I mean, our infield is is stacked, outfield yeah. is stacked and looking very promising. Laoti crushed yeah. one into the into the bullpen yep. today. I think there's more to his game still than I do too than what he's done this year, which he's been pretty damn good this year. I yeah. still think there's another level that he can step up to. I, I truly yeah. and honestly believe that. And he's a young guy, and we got him controllable for a while. And I just I feel very, very confident about our position players moving forward. Yep. I really, really do. And like I said, we're going to lose some of these guys that we talk about. We like we didn't even mention Dustin Harris, who had a really good season. You know, just guys, guys down there that, that uh, and Matt Watley, another guy we've had on the show. Didn't have a fantastic season at the plate, but he's a good catcher. But again, another guy that's just blocked. There's nowhere for him to go. You know, nowhere for guys like yeah. that to go. But it's it's it, super unfortunate. But it's yeah. It well, I mean, the Rangers have built quite the minor league system. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Yes, it, it really is. It's definitely a, a a good problem to have, and you get attached to these guys whenever you know. With same with Bubba, you know, it's and, yep. And, oh yeah. And, and Bubba, Josh Cole Reagans, yeah. Cole Reagans. All these guys that yeah. have moved on, yeah. Yeah, Mason Engler, and yep. you know, it's it, you get attached to them, and yep. they. What's cool is they're still talking to me. <laughs> and yeah, uh, well, you remember I earlier this year we interviewed and interviewed Engler. So, I interviewed uh, you, I interviewed Engler on the field during a Rangers Detroit series, and yeah. just the nicest dude yeah, in the world. Yeah, still, you got to you got to meet him. Good kid, man. So, yeah. kind of the what I was going to. Talk about for Round Rock, yeah, good, excellent kid. Yes, um, he was kind of the I would say the unsung hero of the staff in Round Rock because it wasn't spectacular, but he was a guy you could go out there and, and who's going to give you innings. He, there was no no chance really, if you look at it, that he's going to be called up unless a catastrophe happened. Yeah, uh, with the pitching ro- rotation, even though. It feels like it. There was a catastrophe that happened with, <laughs> with Max Scherzer and uh, Jacob Degrom going down. But he had a four three one ERA. It's okay. Started twenty nine games through one hundred and forty six point one innings. Uh, had one hundred and forty three strikeouts. Uh, WHIP was one four three. Uh, Two sixty two batting average against. He was seven and ten overall. Not nothing to blow your head off. You know nothing to nothing to, to just make you scream get him up you know that he's he was consistent and just kind of a guy uh, yeah he's, he was a, a rotation spot and he did his job so so hats off to him let's let's talk about the let's see um, let's go over the minor league awards how about that 
Real yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And then we'll, we'll talk about the Arizona stuff. Fall League, and then we'll move on to major leagues. Yes. Um, Hickory and Down East also made made the playoffs. Um, and Down East made the championship mm-hmm. and fell in two games, unfortunately, to Charleston. But uh, minor league award winners, Bobby Ortiz is the Tom Grieve Player of the Year. The Nolan Ryan Pitcher of the Year is Jose Corneo. Uh, reliever of the year, Antoine Kelly, and that's a guy I'm excited to see. That's a bullpen arm. That dude is an arm. Yeah. A, yep. Another guy we talked a lot about this year, Daniel Mateo, was the defender mm-hmm. of the year. And the true Ranger Award, we just mentioned him, Blaine Krim. Yep. So uh, congratulations to those fellas, and yep. we're, we're certainly happy for, for each one of them. And I mean, especially uh, especially Antoine Kelly, That's 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 a guy. That is a guy. Yes, it is. So, yep. Well, in three, you know, when three out of your four minor league systems has a winning season, and it's not Mm -hmm. like Frisco was terrible. They just didn't have a winning season this year. And they had the most stacked team to start. They did, yes. But lighter, obviously, roughier for him. You know, he had to go to the developmental list at some point because he just wasn't, he wasn't performing. You know, he had a rough year. Several other guys on that team you had. uh, Owen had two as well. Uh, yeah, that's right. And then you had Zavala coming back from injury. It took him a little while to warm up. You know, you had guys on that team. It was a stacked team, but there were guys that got hurt during the year. Evan Carter missed time with an injury for that team. You know, so there was a lot of injury and a lot of uh, developmental issues, I would say, where guys just sort of yeah. stalled out on that team. And that that led to it. But still, I mean, individual, there are a lot of good individual players on that Absolutely. team. They just, they just didn't make the playoffs. And uh, what, and a lot of their guys got moved up during the year, too, to uh, to Round Rock, who did do really well. Yep, they helped help Brown Rock. Um, yeah, be able to to really put in that, that hard push to reach the playoff. Mark Church is one of them. Yeah, yeah, Mark Church is one. Today. So, yep, that's all uh, right. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, let's go. All right, let's take a look before we move off from the minors to the Arizona Fall League and who the Rangers are sending there this year. So, we'll start with pitchers, and no surprise, uh, at least two of them are former Ranger Report podcast guests. Uh, first one, Mitch Bratt, who we've had on this show before, who had a great year at Hickory. Uh, second one, uh, Zach Kent, who dealt with a lot of injuries this You're year. You're my I think boy, Blue. And I think that's why he's there is because he dealt with a lot of injuries this he year. Did. And he, they, needs, they, he needs to get some innings in. Yeah. They want him to get some innings, so he's going to the Arizona Fall League. Justin Slayton is another pitcher going to the Arizona Fall League. A guy, he's from uh, Nacogdoches, Texas, from East mm-hmm. Texas. Um, he's a name to keep an eye on. He's a name to keep an eye on. He's a good pitcher. Uh, he had some injuries as well, but he's a good, he's a, he's a good guy. He's got and, some stuff. Yeah. A guy from uh, Hawaii, Anthony Hoopy Tuianota. I probably said that completely wrong. Tuianota. Tuianota. Tuintoa. I think the end of his name is Toa. So anyway, Anthony, we're very sorry that we just butchered your name on the show. But yes, those are the pitchers that the Rangers have sent to the Arizona Fall League. Uh, Liam Hicks, catcher that you need to keep your eye on. Uh, we've actually, I've actually tried to get him on before. It didn't work out. Hopefully during the off season, we can get Liam on. But Liam Hicks is another uh, really good uh, catcher for the Rangers. And then a guy that, again, we've, uh, we've been in talks with that have on, who had a really good year is Cam Colley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Colley is going to be playing in the AFL. And then a guy we just talked about, Abby Ortiz. And then uh, Alejandro Osuna. And then, of course, the manager is... Carlos, Carlos Cardoza, one of the most fun guys we've ever talked to. Yes, we had him on with uh, Luis Sanhel Acuna. We did, and then I talked to him. I talked to him at uh, Media Day for the Rough Riders this year, and he's Mm -hmm. he's uh, he looks like he still looks like he could play. I mean, he looks like a player. He does. He really does. He does not look like a manager. He looks like a player, but he can manage. I mean, he did a good job this year. He's done a good job at every level he's been at. Yeah. So when when down east went. Yeah. Well, when Down East went to the playoffs two years ago, uh, he was the manager of Down East when they went. So, Mm -hmm. and he was with Hickory last year who had a good year. So he just keeps moving up one level at a time in the system, but just a good dude. So that's who the Rangers are sending to the Arizona Fall League. So we'll try to keep up with that here uh, during the next few weeks in the podcast to see how these guys do. Yes, sir. And yeah, congratulations. The Arizona Fall League, it's kind of actually for for a lot of folks an honor. To, to yeah. go and, and pitch in that and in that, yep. especially the younger players. Well, yeah, and it's cool because you know if you guys don't know how it works, the teams aren't just one team. Uh-uh. Like you know, the Rangers is a surprise. Saragusas or Saragusas. Segueros. Segueros. There you go. And they have uh, the Rangers, the Reds, the Blue Jays, the Brewers, the Royals. All have players on that team. Yes. So they get to play with other prospects from around the league, guys they probably played with in college or played with at other levels. And they all get to sort of hang out together and play and learn from each other. It's a really cool thing. It's basically like a, 
a minor league all-star. Yeah, uh, I was going to say like a, a developmental all-star. Yeah, it's like a developmental all-star uh, league. It's pretty cool. So the Rangers, the Royals, the Reds, the Blue Jays, and the Brewers all have players on that team. So it isn't just the Rangers. So it'll be cool to kind of watch all of them interact and see how they do. So we'll keep up with that here on the show. Yes, we will. And All right. We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, hey, I think if I read the uh, the internets right, the Rangers are maybe in first place. And they so, may have swept a division rival. They may have. And another division rival may have got swept by uh, oh, the worst team in baseball. But we'll wow. talk about that coming up after this break on the Ranger <laughs> Report podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one, with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast. Thanks again to Fans First Sports Network for, uh, you know, getting the sponsors that we can run ads for and making us a little bit of cash while we do this show. So hopefully it grows on that. But anyway, let's move to the majors where the uh, Rangers swept. So basically... Here's what I said to CG off the air. Seattle and Houston both got swept this weekend. Fortunately, it was the Rangers that swept Seattle, and it was the lowly Kansas City Royals that swept Houston at home. And the the Royals have played the Astros uh, seven games in the last 10, and the Royals won six of those seven games, and three of them in Houston. Um, Our so, buddy I mean, Cole CJ, Reagan's had some. Yep, yep. We always talk about every year there's a team that shouldn't have your number that does. Ours and is this year. Oakland. Yeah, and this year the Royals have the Astros number for some reason. I mean, you know, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like the Astros just play very trashy against the Royals. I don't know what's going on, but, you know. Maybe maybe I should text Cole Reagans and see, you know, hey, what's the secret? Well, what I thought was hilarious, and you just, you already mentioned it, but on Friday night, Cole Reagans got the win. On Saturday night, Jordan Lyles got the Jordan win against Lyles, the Astros. Yeah. So it was former Rangers that were pretty much dominating the Astros this weekend. <laughs> but anyway, with that being said, the Rangers are now have a two and a half game lead in the American league West in first place. No more in the wild card. They're in first place and their magic number, which I didn't think I'd be saying this after the month of August and the beginning of September, I thought I'd be saying, Oh, they you got to work hard to get back in the playoffs, but here they are in first place. Their magic number is five. five. They just win five of the last seven games then they are guaranteed to make the playoffs. But every time the Astros lose, their magic number goes down. Mm-hmm. So the Astros are playing Seattle. So basically you want Seattle to sweep the Astros yeah, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Seattle now. That's, that's strange. We're rooting for Seattle. I know, between our two series, we're rooting for Seattle in between there. But no, yeah. I mean, 
you look at you look at the way they played, you know, the, the Cleveland thing was so weird, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, just the way they, they played against Toronto, which we talked about last week, and now the way that they played this week. I mean, this is a team that is they they slumped. I mean, if you're gonna have a slump like they did, they slumped at the right time because now they're hit they're hitting on all cylinders again, right when you have to to be able to make the playoffs. I was worried that after the Cleveland debacle that that, that was, was kind of a signal that that they've they've run out of gas or just whatever momentum they had was shot at that yeah. point, and they came out against Seattle here and just flat out played inspired. Yeah, and the crowd was into it last home series of the of the campaign, and man, they played in, inspired, and there was a lot of different people involved in it. Jordan, yep. I got a, I got a funny a couple a couple stats for you here. Okay, so. I'm going to have you guess. Have you take a guess on these? MLB players with 90 plus home runs and 50 plus stolen bases since the start of 2001. There's only three of them. Really? Can you guess the three? One of them should be pretty easy. Since when? Since 2021. Since 2021, there's only three of them. Uh, Mike Trout? Teammate? No, not not since see the oh teammate. Uh, was it show? Oh, Shohei. Shohei's one. Yep. Um, the other two are teammates. Are they both for the Rangers? Right. Both for the Rangers. Marcus Simeon. No, is that yeah? And is it Adolis? It's Adolis. Yeah, Did Marcus and Adolis. Yep. The only three. Yeah. Oh, I heard them talk. That's right. I heard them mention that today, and they said that. It's not like that's common because there's only been, I forget what they said, but there's only been like eight, you know, ever or nine ever that have done that or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And there's three this rare. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a rare feat. It's a very rare thing. And we have two on the Rangers. Yes. And then one more in a little nugget. So the Rangers traded TK Roby, Thomas to Jesse, uh, and uh, who am I missing? Oh, John King. Yeah, John King. And to the Cardinals for Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton. Since they've acquired them, the two have combined to post a 270 ERA and a 102 whip. Yeah, it's worked out pretty well for the Rangers. Yeah, it's it that's been a, a heck of a trade. And what's funny is that those weren't either of the two pitchers that I thought that the Rangers would get from the Cardinals. We talked no, a lot no, about No, we the talked Rangers about it. Yeah. Getting, you know, Jordan Hicks and and, yeah. and others. We talked about it. They, yeah, we they did not talk about Stratton that. or no, Montgomery. Yeah, no, we didn't. I didn't think they'd get rid yeah. of Montgomery. Yeah, uh, considering they're not throwing in the towel, they threw it in on this season. Yeah, but, but they're they not said, throwing in. Yeah, no, they got gold. They're not going to let their stars. Yeah, no, they're not going to rebuild with the stars they have. They're going to come back and try to reload next year. So, yeah. I was kind of surprised. Kind of surprised. Uh, but I'm, I'm not complaining. Montgomery looked outstanding the other yeah. night in the two zero win. And let's talk about. A guy that we've given a lot of grief, and it's looking at his stat line when he came into the game last night in the uh, eighth inning. He's got a, he's holding opponents to under two hundred. Yeah, and that's Jose Jose Leclerc. Talk Jose. about that, Ben. Yeah, Jose Leclerc came in yesterday, clean eighth inning, gave up a hit in the ninth, so they brought in uh, Roldis Chapman who Crunched saved the game. Up. Yep. Crunched and then today, today, if you watched, if you watched him today in the ninth inning, when he got that third out. He was pumped. I mean, you like see totally how much that meant to him. He, he was totally pumped that he came in because he was supposed to be the closer, mm-hmm. you know, and he has had a rough year. I mean, there's no getting about it. He around it. He had a rough year. And somehow but, his DRA is still under three and a half. Well, because it was all, uh, it was all uh, inherited, inherited runs. He didn't give up yeah. his own runners. He gave up inherited runners, but That's true. he's coming on right now at a time where the team desperately needs someone to be able to come in in the late innings and hold. And he yes. has come in and done that the last four or five times he's been in. And another guy who's done pretty well at that has been Jonathan Hernandez this time since being called back up. The two guys in 2020 that you and I said were going to be the eighth and ninth inning guys yes. for the Rangers going yes. forward are finally, and like I said, the last week of the season is the best time to do that because you have to win these games. And they're coming, I mean, they closed it down after the, the really rough, you know, middle innings there where the Rangers went from seven, or seven to two to nine to eight, you know, they came in and shut it down. And that's what you want to see Jose Leclerc do. If he can do that, 
if he can do that and you have Chapman to follow him eight, not eighth, ninth right there. I mean, you're, I mean, cause Will Smith, I don't think you're going to see him again unless they're down 17 to one. I don't think you're going to see Will Smith in a game. So you got to get to Chapman. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to have, you've yeah. got to have guys in front of him to get, to get him the ball whenever it's crunch time. Yep. And McClurk is looking like he can be that guy. Hernandez looked like his old self. He had not looked no. all year long when, when he was, when, yeah. he, when he was up and down with us, uh, call ups, call uh, call ups and send downs. He didn't look like the the Hernandez of last year. No, but nothing like it. Now he's kind of starting to look like that again. And the and, thing to me about Leclerc is, if you watch him, Jonah's not having to move his glove much. Leclerc is hitting his spots like spot on. He is right. putting the ball right where he wants to put that. And that allows Jonah to even. He's the best at framing. Yeah, and it allows him to frame it even better when he barely has to move. Yes. Yeah. So, it we don't want. It was a few games ago, bark, 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 bark. Uh, it was a few days ago, or a few, yeah. And I have a dog in case you guys didn't know. They uh, <laughs> they had to bring a roll to Chapman in and pitch two innings. Yeah. Brought him in in the eighth. You can't do that. Yeah, and, and they Chapman don't like did, to do that. Chapman this year actually has struggled pitching back-to-back nights. So Correct. you have him go out there and throw two innings. Yeah, and then I, come in the next night, yeah. You gotta have some. You gotta have a couple of guys that can shut things down and get it to him in the ninth. And they're getting and there for sure with, with Clark there and now. Hernandez finally. And Stratton, he had a little bit of a rough go today, but mm-hmm. still, I still trust Stratton. I still think Stratton gets the I job done most fine. of the time. I and he'll be fine. he'll be sixth or seventh inning guy. So I think going forward, if they can if they can compete, if they can do their job, I mean, this team could actually make a run. After I mean, two weeks ago, if you'd asked me that, I'd have laughed at you. If this team could make a run. I would but, have said our bullpen's going to kill us. Yep. And now, I, I mean, I still think it is, but <laughs> I do. I do. But I mean, but I I've got more hope than I did two weeks ago. Yeah. I would have said, no, the season's going to end with us not in the playoffs because the yeah. bullpen's going to kill us. Now yep. they're showing life. And that's, yeah. that's, that's good. I mean, that's really good. Uh, it, and Uvalde went today, looks a little bit better. Yeah. His velocity is, it's still not there. No, nope. he, he was hitting 94 and, he and hit he's still walking too many people. Times. Yeah. And he, uh, he, it's just, he's, I don't know if it, there's still something wrong. Yeah. But there was a point in the game where they thought they saw something that may have happened with him. And it, yeah. it seemed like he was just upset with the location of a pitch, which yeah. was actually turned into a, a ground out short. Yeah, but they came out because they thought they saw something. I, I'm wondering if he, he doesn't have something nagging. I think I he know. does because he's just not pitching right. He was earlier in the year he was hitting 96, 97 with no issues, topping yeah. out at 98, 99, one yeah. a, a time or two, and now his velocity he hit 92 to, to yeah. start the game. That's that's I don't know. So uh, anyway, yeah, maybe, maybe I think this is a building block to help you know get him back yeah. back on track. But, you know, I think this team now, I mean, again, their magic number is five. And every time the Astros lose, their magic number goes down one. Even if they lose, if the Astros lose, their magic number goes down one. So that's all we're looking for at this point. So um, let's let's talk about another guy who homers about every, what, eighth at bat. How how in the world, and you asked me this off the air, how do you pitch to Corey Seager? If it's anywhere close, he can hit it. Yeah. And he will hit it. And he and will hit it. Yeah. He, he took yeah, it. He took it the other way today. Through between the second baseman and shortstop, or shortstop and third baseman, he and took it the other run, way today. What was funny that, about today's game, and, and I like a Seattle's pitcher Wu. Yeah, yeah, I like that kid. He's he's going to be pretty good. He's going to be a pain in the ass for a while for, for the Mariners, but uh, he, the catcher comes out, Corey Seager's coming up, uh, runners on base, and they had a conversation about you know how are we going to pitch him. It, it was early in the game. Yeah, two outs, and I threw my first pitch breaking ball and crushed it. <laughs> if it's anywhere close, and he's so aggressive too, that's the funny thing is, you yeah. would imagine they'd try to get him to chase. Team, teams have tried to get him to chase early in the count, yeah. but his his eye is so good. Yeah. That, well, if I were know, the pitching coach after that, I would have walked out there and said, "Yeah, let's not do that. That's what we don't want to yeah. do. That right there. That's what that's what we don't want to do. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, and just." Uh, it's so hard because you can get him maybe one time, yeah, one way. Yeah. But the next time you think, okay, I can do that again. No, nope. he's gonna he's gonna crush it. So no, he is he is as locked in as I've seen 
anybody and at any point of the like season. All season long. All season. But all I mean, season. you can see it. Like when when he when he starts to swing, you're like, oh, he sees this one. He's got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just crushes the ball. Oh, so I this said, is amazing. I said it out loud to nobody, or actually, I said Beltre was sitting next to me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> my dog. <laughs> right before, I mean, when that pitch came out of his hand, and I saw it was a breaking ball. Yeah, yeah, you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, bye bye. Yeah, and they had six home runs again today. So I wanted to go back to the Boston series real quick because when Bruce Bochy got ejected in game two of that series and the Rangers were down in that game, I feel like he sparked his team when he did that because if you look at it, they scored, I believe it was it was over 20 runs in the next, uh, well, since since that, I mean, in the next two Boston games, they scored over 20 runs or 19, and then they swept, and then they swept Seattle. So they haven't lost since Bochy went out there and screamed at the umpire and got himself thrown out of the game. And I don't not I don't think that works very often. And I don't even know if that's the reason. But sometimes something like that can really spark a team. And I think that it kind of woke the Rangers up to the point that we, this is in our grasp. It's right here. All we have to do is win, and we're in. And I think our, you know, I think maybe they figured it out right then. But you know, and that's just me guessing. But they have definitely turned it around, pitching and fielding and hitting since Bochy got ejected from that game too. The fielding's been awesome, and like I, we talked about Seager last year, he was not good. No, in the field. he was not. This year, I think maybe the hitting and his success in hitting has kind of helped translate to the field. And you can you can even argue third base, Josh Young is playing at a, a Gold Glove caliber. I was about I was about to bring him up and say, and it's not not that he's Actually, underrated, not Simeon, that he's underrated, Simeon but some of the, the play, some of the second. plays that Josh Young Josh Young makes. He makes it look like he's not doing anything. And their plays their plays that 80% of third basements aren't going to make. And he's just easily getting to them and throwing runners out. I mean, I think his defense is so much better than people realize. Well, we were so enamored and that's all we heard about. You know, we couldn't, we, we didn't get to see him much when we, he was in the minors and yeah. number one, cause he was injured. I mean, we can watch yeah. MLB, MILB TV all we want, but if he's not in the lineup, we didn't get yeah, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So in, that was my concern. We knew he was going to hit, but it's how good is his defense? And man, pretty good. <laughs> damn good all year long. And I don't have yeah. any worries there. And again, Gold Globe caliber, they probably won't give it to him. Uh, no, Marcus Simeon, Gold Globe caliber. Yep. Uh, you know, the list goes on. And next year, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm calling Gold it right race. now. Evan Carter's a Gold Glover next year. I'm calling it right now. Out in left field or right field. That dude, man, that dude, the way he plays baseball out there. Good gracious. Yeah, the the art it just everything is looking so up and and yeah. having a guy as young as Carter that he's he's so he's 21 and he turned 21 this year. Yeah, he's so patient at the plate. It's like he's played the game at a major league level for 8 years. Yeah, he I mean out already. There's not a lot of guys you see come up and don't look lost at all and he really hasn't had an at bat where he looked lost since his since his first at bat. You yep. can tell. I mean, the, the the way he worked the count, and yeah. and saw you know it, it got a pitch that was actually inside, but the umpire the pitch before called it a strike, and and CJ Nikowski mentioned it in that at bat. If the umpire doesn't call that a strike, Carter might not swing at that pitch. Yep. Yep. To get the, to get the base hit because he's yep. that smart of a hitter, he yep. probably takes it again. Yeah, and, and walks. And yeah. Walks and yeah, so. He's so patient up there. He's got excellent defense. Uh, it's it. You hit it anywhere in our ballpark, or in, against in the outfield against us. Our, somebody's going to track it down. It, or yeah, you, know, you can't run on anybody either. No, they already threw a guy out today, ninety nine miles an hour. Now he that was a throw, man. He hosed him. Yeah. He hosed. I mean, he wasn't even close. No. He wasn't even close to home plate when the ball got there. No, that was a hose. I mean, that was all right. Before we wrap it up tonight, I wanted to look at one more thing. All right. Seven games left. And after today, we become Mariners fans because the Mariners and the Astros play the Rangers magic number is five. So every time the Astros lose, the Rangers magic number goes down. And every time the Rangers win, their magic number goes down. So if Seattle could somehow sweep Houston, we win the division. Yep. And if uh, we, you know, and if we, sweep angel but here's what i'm worried about and i wanted to mention this before we got off the air tonight is letdown i'm a little worried about the rangers flying out to anaheim 
and playing the angels after this highly emotional home series where it was packed all three nights, crowds, hundred percent behind them. Now they're going to go to a place with, you know, 12 people sitting in the stands who don't really care who wins the game and a team that has nothing to lose. So they can do whatever they can pull out all the stops. They don't care. You know, I'm a little worried, a bit worried about letdown. I think the Rangers probably, and I hate to say this, but I think they lose tomorrow night. Oof. I think they come and, out. I think they, they come, come out flat. Coming off, coming off of uh, the high emotions of this this yeah. past series, I. I mean, I just think they come out flat tomorrow. Now, I think they can still take two or three, but I think they come out flat tomorrow. I think that I can agree that they will come out flat, but it could be one of those where it's okay. Well, the Angels are bad enough that they should still be able to win even if they're flat. Right, and and it may be no Otani, no flat, Trout, you know, flat one, one, maybe even two times through the lineup. Yeah, uh, pitchers, your starting pitchers out there having a battle against that yeah. uh, woeful Anaheim offense, and I just, it's, uh, I could see them catching, a, you know, somebody making a play. Yeah, Bochy getting thrown out, something that sparks yeah. them midway through the game, and then they're able to come back and win. And dude, I've never seen a guy phone in a season like Anthony Rendon. Dude, I am so glad we didn't get that guy. That dude does not give a crap about his career or the he Angels at this point. Contract and he does not give a ever living crap what happens to that team or him. He does not care nope. one bit. Nope, uh, it, it's weird. He and said as much, and he said as much in an interview. I got my money. Why do I care? <laughs> well, because they're paying you, you know, forty million dollars a year to be a good player. Yeah. Thank, thank God Josh I mean, Young was there because we, I'm kind of surprised he wasn't eating a hot dog and smoking a cigarette during the interview. Yeah, pulling or going, <laughs> going, <laughs> drinking beer in the clubhouse in between innings. <laughs> oh, that was the Red Sox, wasn't it? A couple of years back. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was. They got in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah, so. they did. Josh Beckett and, and yeah, yeah, they were they were, they were knocking him back playing video games yeah. down in the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rendon's probably playing on a switch in the dugout. I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't care, man. Yeah, he's got his own lounge chair. <laughs> he's got a martini in his hand. Seventy inch screen. Smoking. A, he's playing, got his. He's got FIBA. his. He's got his vape <laughs> while he's sitting there in the dugout. I mean, I've never oh, seen. Oh, on deck. Oh, okay, where's my helmet? Oh, what? Uh, hey, anyone see my bat? What's the score? Who's on What's it look like? I think it's made out of wood. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen one in a while. Dude, I'm so glad the Rangers didn't pick that. But seriously, though, I mean, the Rangers should sweep this series, but, you know, division rivals, it never happens, and especially coming off the high. So if they take two out of three, if they take two out of three from the Angels, I think they win the division. Yeah, like we've said all season long, take two out of three, even against the crappy teams, they're going to have a day where they, you know, the sun shines on the dog's ass every once in a while. Yep. Well, like I said, if they take two out of three, I I can almost guarantee they win the AL West. Yeah, I believe so. And we just got to. Gotta hope the Mariners are because they're still in it. I mean, they're they yeah they're still oh they can still make a wild card. Yeah, they can still make a wild card. I mean, we didn't knock them out of the wild card by any stretch of the imagination. No, they're they're, still in the wild card right now. They're not done, and they can they can take a hey that was a you know time difference and a crappy road you know on the road against a team who's playoff caliber and but Seattle is a half game a half game behind the Astros for that third wild card spot. So it's not like they're out of it at all. No, they they should still have the, yeah. they should still have the energy and the the excitement and, and and they're still a good team. I mean, that's the thing. The thing that cracks me up is both Seattle and Houston had those huge surges, but they just had them two weeks too early because mm-hmm. now the Rangers are resurgent and they're surging, mm-hmm. and the Astros and the Mariners are are having a slump right now, which is the worst time to have a slump. So yeah, right. the Astros are eighty five and seventy one. Seattle is 84 and 71. Seattle is a half game out of that third spot right now. So they beat, they take two out of three from Houston and they flip flop. They're in first place or they're in the, they're in the uh, wild card and Houston's out. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine if Texas and Seattle makes the playoffs and Houston doesn't? This I year? would, oh man, I would, I would, I would be so, <laughs> I'd jump for joy, man. <laughs> what are Astros fans going to say? Just wait till November. I mean, what are they going to say at that point? You know, I don't know. Because, you know, they've been saying that I'll wait till May, wait till June, wait till July, wait till August. It's like, okay, we've been waiting a long, long yeah. time and we're, we're in first place. Uh, I don't think, uh, are you, are you we're, saying like July of last year? Cause yeah, you guys were, we had first place July of last year. Are you saying, you know, are you saying October of last year? Cause you guys were real good then, you know, you won, mm-hmm. but uh, they, it's, they're, they're not, I mean, even if they make the playoffs, they're not winning the world series. We obviously love Astros fans. Well, I mean, here's the deal. I don't hate the Astros at all, like the team. 
but wow. their fans just I love them. They're good guys. They're good people. They're such good. They're such a good fan base. Yeah, there's it's 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 strange. I, again, I like I said before on the podcast, and just to clarify, there are idiot there are idiot Rangers fans too. They are. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot. We we. I mean, we've, we've been just, highlighting that on the we've on Twitter yeah, we've slash X yeah. on that <laughs> for for sure. But no, it's hard for me to hate the Astros when they were a team in the National League that I rooted for for so long. Yes, I, I mean, and they I weren't my hate. favorite team. Obviously, no. the Rangers were my favorite team, but yeah, you know, the Astros. I've rooted for them. Well, I mean, Astros, White Sox, World Series. I was 100 percent rooting for the Absolutely. Astros to win that World Absolutely. Series. Yeah, it's just it's just right now their fans have kind of. Uh, kind of spoiled it kind of screwed it up i guess yeah. anyway yeah well all right well i think that's well, all can, we got they can uh they can watch well no i'm not gonna say it yeah well, anyway <laughs> i mean the rangers now have seattle so the last series really they only need to split it you know if they yeah, take they, two out of three from the angels they probably don't even rangers, need to split it but they need the to breakers against all against, against Jay, seattle against, against yeah against, seattle, Tampa, against toronto and, yeah and not against houston though not but. against houston <laughs> Hey, congratulations, Houston, for the silver boot. You won something this year. Yippee-ki-yay. I know, I'm being kind of mean. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) this is the Ranger Report podcast. This is a longer episode because we did both uh, minors and majors. Uh, I think we will probably, I haven't talked to CJ about this yet, but we'll probably be back on the air either Wednesday or Thursday going into that Seattle series just to see where the standings are at because there will only be four games left. Then, of course, next Sunday we will talk about the postseason because unless – we go 0-7 this week. We are in the postseason. Right. And we'll also be able to do a little catch-up. We'll probably focus a little bit on Round Rock on that one as well. Yeah, because, oh, yeah. And that's what I was figured. Wednesday or Thursday, we'll also do a double again, yeah. minors and majors, because Round Rock will be in their playoff series, and we'll talk about that as well. So we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and you, where you can see us, because everybody loves that. Hey, but the beard is getting pretty long. So, um, yeah, you want to see that if you haven't. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be, never mind. It's going to be down uh, by your belly button. I'm wearing a Ranger Report shirt, but you can't tell unless I raise <laughs> my beard so you can see it because I'm covering the logo. So I guess I need to start putting them lower for my own personal shirts. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> or put them on your shoulders. Or put them on, yeah, put them one here and one right here where people can see them. So anyway, at least, you know, and again, if, if COVID ever happens again, I'm covered. See? I don't need a mask. Yeah, you are wearing a mask. I'm already it's wearing a mask chin. all the time. I'm wearing a mask at all times. <laughs> and, you know, if you do need to send a letter, uh, you can send it care of the Ranger Report to Santa Claus. I get I get those and I can take care of them for you. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, right, I think we're, we're train wrecking at this point. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll yeah. talk to you guys either Wednesday or Thursday, depending on our work schedules. We will put one out before that Seattle series starts and while Round Rock is in the playoffs. So, guys, have a good one. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.